Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the State of the YouTube podcast, your favorite bullshit hour. I am your host, Monkey Jones, joined as always by Mr. Rusty Cage. Yes, sir. Hello. Everybody. And we've got two very special guests from YouTube here today, Mr. Mahler and Rags. Say hello. 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 Now, Mahler, you might recognize for his very deep, sexy, soothing uh, Wales accent. Just because people always complain they don't know who's talking when, so I want to introduce each guest by their voice. I'll be the most individual here, being British and all. And Rags, you uh, you said you hail from the South, is that right? I do. <laughs> I Wait. I come from the land down under the north, <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah, Rusty, you're even yes. more south than any of us. Yeah, I'm, I'm the southern southern state of now, Florida. Uh, Even the heart of possum country. That's Absolutely. right. Opossum, where I'm from. Now, Mahler and Rags, they hit us up in the comments of our Quentin Reviews episode because they said that they're really big fans and supporters of Quentin Reviews and they wanted to come on. <laughs> and We're uh, here to defend his honor. That's yeah. right. <laughs> but first, first, before we go into that, Mahler, I got to say, I've been watching your videos about Star Wars lately, about the, the new movies, and I, I have to disagree with you. Um, you really, you dislike the character of Holdo, and you think that she should have told uh, uh, Oscar Isaac the plan. Let me tell you, and I don't think anybody's told you this before, let me tell you why you are wrong. Holdo is a strong, independent woman who don't need no man, is the uh, thing. Did you ask her gender? Did you? This is offensive that you would actually assume that immediately. Did uh, you ask her? Uh... Well, well, I should say they. Did you ask they? Oh, oh, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 uh Quentin reviews. Hey, so Laura doing regularly, and she's uh, offended by everyone oh, assuming that. Oh no. Uh, so uh, Quentin reviews. Uh, uh, what'd you guys have to say about uh, uh, Quentin reviews? Um, boy, I just got oh, cuckmated over here. Oh, right, your videos are great. That's the end of the uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's what, what's your take on because you you weren't in the podcast with him, right? So uh, how did you find it from listening yourself? Oh my god, I was bored to fucking tears. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really in there just as a moderator, uh, and it, it was really long and just a lot of of just backpedaling and uh, <laughs> uh, just woe is me is the impression I got. I was Everyone's actually glad on me for what I, I said. I was glad that my YouTube channel was deleted the day before, so I had an excuse to not be on that shit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he that would have made it great. He well, seemed slippery when I was listening to it. Like you, you, it was tough to nail him down on quotes and stuff because um, it was a lot, like you said, backpedaling. Like you, you take a quote from him, and then he's like, "What? It's it's not okay to criticize." It's like that's yeah, that's right, right. So, <laughs> like, so in one aspect, uh, he's saying that all these other YouTubers should be held accountable for, and, and not even given um, a, a sense of like nuance whenever they're saying something and saying it as a joke. But whenever he does it, everyone should know that it's a joke and should stop taking it so seriously. One rule for me, one rule for thee. Right. Well, um, it's funny because we're like, we're almost like Quentin's sort of dirty little secret. He doesn't like to recognize that me and Rags exist. <laughs> Why is he, that? Um, well, the the thing he did in relation to us is a lot less, uh, I don't know, publicized. You could call it because it's not it's not even near controversial compared to like all the political statements he's been making. But which he's is still... kind of strange because you could say that I, that would would you say that what he did to us in that video kind of 
started it off or got things kicked off? I mean, it's interesting that we like had a huge problem with that, and then it only took what was it like a month until like everything started to fucking spiral for him in terms yeah, of like the timeline what he was, up was to. very convenient. Wait, wait. So what he called you out in a video that he made? So this is this is complicated, right? Talk about un unweaving a web. So you got I hate everything made a video in favor of the the Last Jedi. Rags responded to it, and then the right opinion responded to Rags with cameos from Quinton, and he talked about me and Rags. Okay, That's... so Quentin was in a cameo in a response to a response video <laughs> on the right opinion. About channel. some shitty movie. See? See, God, I love then, the commentary okay. communities. And then you got it. me and Rags responded to that in a podcast, two podcasts that lasted Three. 12 hours until, well, the third one. See, in, in the first two, we just pulled out all the things that they were fucking up about our videos. Like, all the things, like, just misrepresentations, false information, blah, blah, blah. And we collected quite a few pieces of information. They're all they're all still up if anyone wants to see them. But, um... Yeah, um, about 11 hours, um, <laughs> between the two, the two podcasts that we devoted to that response. Because it was, it was dense. And so we had the right opinion on the next podcast then to just talk about, we basically address all these issues. And uh, we we got some really interesting answers from him. Not 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 the least of which was uh, we gave him a quote from Quinton that was just not even remotely like uh, the truth, let's say. And then okay. the right opinion the right opinion pulls up his script and he's like, "No, Quinton didn't say that. He said this." And then we were like, "No, he didn't." And then we were like, "He he he did not give you like when when he provided his uh, script, he didn't give you the same script that he actually recorded." And so the oh, right opinion. Shit. Like, I don't know if you know this, but the right opinion has his own script. He records it. He sends his audio then to editors who create his video and piece it together. And then he, he puts it out. I'm assuming he gives it a watch before he puts it out. But the fact is that Quentin kind of... The case. Yeah, well, the, not in this video, certainly. Like, uh, Quentin got a bunch of shit past TRO, like, <laughs> because it was, it was written differently in the script, which is really funny, because it's just like, that doesn't seem all What the fuck? Little... So, the right opinion seemingly didn't even watch this video before <laughs> he put it out to realize that, uh... <laughs> so he's just going, oh, well, yeah, no, that's not what I wrote for Quentin to say, uh, even though he didn't say it in the video. I but think the right opinion clearly placed an amount of trust into Quentin that seems to have been, in hindsight, um, an unwise decision. Yeah, okay. so if we can get, get you a specific example, right? So, um, you know you know Porgs, the wonderful Porgs of The Last Jedi, those little, like, I don't even know what you'd say, some penguins crossed with something right, else. Right, right. So, I Hate Everything says they're much better than Ewoks because Ewoks affect the plot, while Porgs are completely irrelevant to the plot, so they're not as bad. And Rags' response is, I prefer that they would affect the plot. That makes them more interesting, and they're, they're, they're there for a reason, as opposed to just marketing or whatever. And so... Those are clearly the shittiest characters in that movie. <laughs> I, I don't know. They, they, an argument can be made. I was interested okay. in their arc. It was, it was a good arc. But, uh, <laughs> then you go, the right opinion response to Rags, saying that um, that's a fair point, and we don't know you know, what I hate everything would say about that in response is a discussion that'll be had. And then it goes to Quinton, and so you've got all the information you need now, and this is how Quinton assesses the situation. He says, um, so Rags says that if a movie sells a toy, it is objectively without value. <laughs> <laughs> And so he jumps to the like, what? He jumps to the farthest conclusion possible.
Yeah, that was legitimately surprising. We, I think we were a little dumbfounded by that. <laughs> and so we the, gave the it the idea the that opinion. I could say porgs are worse than Ewoks because porgs are clearly just there for the merchandise, whereas Ewoks yeah. have at least have an impact on the story and the plot. How that got translated somehow, <laughs> or or I'm not even going to say translated, maliciously misrepresented into Rags thinks that if something makes money or if they sell toys for it because because quinton had a little spiel about the like the, the history toy museum the toy history museum yeah he was implying like, rags knows nothing about the history of merchandise and he's like this is the <laughs> point like at all yeah so um, i yeah, i that was extremely dishonest of him to do it's like quinton is playing a game of telephone with himself kind of and it went through um, eight different iterations until he got some crazy a mutated version of uh what happened and the right opinion like pulls up his script live and he like reads out Quinn's section on that very bit. And me and Rags just like, that's not what he said though. The did you, like, but... were you able to play back the video on the oh, podcast? He, did, um, he didn't, like I told him we could pull it up and he was just like, no, no, I, I believe you. And we we're like, okay, but it is one to one. I had the quote would... down in, in preparation for it. Yeah, there's right. a lot of footage to go through. Um, but that wasn't exactly an isolated event. Quentin, pretty much every time Quentin's face popped up in that video, it was a straw man. It was a <laughs> well, non sequitur. We, it was something completely irrelevant to what we were discussing. Should we, should we tell him about the ra the best one? The one where yeah, uh, no, definitely so, don't so, don't keep the best one from us. <laughs> so like, the, yeah, go ahead. Oh, the poor the poor one is second best as far as I'm concerned. So there's a clip from Rags where he's talking about the throne room fight, and he oh, says yeah. it's stupid that they don't use the force there. And he's referencing the fact that Kylo nearly gets strangled, and like it's like, why don't you just you know use the force on the guy who's strangling him? It's kind of weird. Like he's not even in trouble, but Ray saves him. That's the way it goes, I guess. Um, right. So there's a, like I said, a clip where if you cut it out, you can get Rags saying it's it's stupid that they don't use the force in this fight. And so Quinton plays that clip, and then he responds to it saying like Rags thinks it's stupid that Luke and Kylo don't use the force in their final fight, <laughs> even though. And he starts going off on all these reasons why they shouldn't, and then like the yeah. history of Star Wars and stuff. And again, we were just like, uh, it was so funny. You can watch it live. Me and Rags were like, I think I said to Rags, like, I think I agree with Quentin on this one. Rags, like, I don't know if they should have used the Force at the end fight. Yeah, no and then I was like, that wasn't the point. I because because it had been months since I'd made this video, so I was oper a lot of it is operating on memory. But I'm like, I that doesn't sound like something I would say, and I don't remember ever saying that. I I. <laughs> In in a in a fight where Luke is only there because of the force, he's a force I, projection. Yeah, yeah. I doubt yeah. that I would say there's a lack of force powers here. <laughs> and so, Absolutely. sure enough, we we asked the chat because we were confused. Yeah, we got a timestamp from chat and we checked it out. And we were like, yeah, this is like literally on either end of what Rag says implies it's it's about the throne room. So he, so he took out. a sentence from your argument and applied it to a completely different argument that nobody made. Yeah, yes. and, yeah. A, a, a small, a selection of a quote I used was taken out of context and put into somebody else's response to that, Quentin's, and then he just ran with that to the end of some rail that we had no idea about. A, a complete and total mix of straw manning and taking things out of context. It was a mess, and we were confused for a bit because you had you kind of had to sort out the layers of dishonesty that went into it. 
Well, here's poor, poor TRO. Uh, we 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 told him all this, and he was like, "I, you know, that that's yeah, that's bad. That that should have happened." And we were like, "It's it's he lied. He lied to us. He's lied to his audience. He lied to you." And then TRO was like, "He wouldn't. He wouldn't lie." Well, yeah, not... I'll bring this up. Um, Emperor Lemon, who was in the uh, Quentin podcast, but he's not here tonight. He yeah. seems to be under the impression that Quentin isn't a malicious um, liar, <laughs> if just incompetent and sometimes um, stupid. Do you think that this was just a stupid mistake, or do this you think he malicious. is malicious? I, I am <laughs> fully under the impression, especially looking back at it now with everything that's happened between now and then, that this was absolutely a malicious attack. Like, how incompetent do you have to be to take a sentence and just apply it to a completely different scene? Well, or to listen to Rags go, I think it would have been better if they did matter to the plot, and then go, what? You think movies are objectively without value if they sell toys? Like, right. Do you think that he has, like, he has this point that he wants to argue in his head, and perhaps he's tricking himself? He's desperate. Like, <laughs> I want to talk about this, so we must talk about this one other unrelated thing regardless of what the other person's talking well about. he's clearly really right. good at that because he'll be reviewing a logan paul movie and then go off about trump like he can plug in whatever <laughs> opinions he has into completely unrelated uh material i like that he was like it was relevant i like that he actually tried to argue it was relevant because <laughs> trump was it was like related to the movie and it's like how you personally feel about trump <laughs> for 40 seconds is not relevant to the movie no well these are the p i don't i don't agree with this nonsense that all art is political i i don't buy that um and oh I fuck no! Yeah, of course not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Rusty, I, you're I, a I, musician. Is your is all of your music political, Rusty? No, and if it was, that'd be really fucking lame. No one would want to listen to it. Yeah, well, that's just what a Nazi would say. So I don't know why he <laughs> would listen to you anyway. But he's what I I'm certain that Quentin, he's like the age bomber guys and all that. All, all these lefties and uh, all arts <laughs> political, and so they use that to. Uh, so when they want to talk about politics in these discussions, they'll use that as an excuse. Because they'll say all art's political. You just didn't notice it before because the either the politics are ones you agreed with, or they'll find some way to take some aspect or element of a work of art, be it a movie or a song or anything, and and try to pull from it, twist, squeezy out a a drop of how it could relate to politics in some way, and say, see, this is political. This is inherently something political. It, it does seem like kind of a fun. Um, brain exercise. I, I kind of want to start a game show with these people where I just name a movie or something, and then they have to tell me the political, like, like Inception. What, uh, what political party should I vote for based off of Inception? And then Communism, see what, clearly. yeah, like, like, I want to see yes, what they would say. We're all the same in dreams. <laughs> in dreams, anything is possible. We work together. Um, yeah, I just want to say the right opinion did did genuinely come on, and for a good hour and I think twenty minutes, he he put up with all of our complaints, which. I don't remember him really disagreeing with many of them. Like he, he, he looked back on the video and was like, it wasn't very good. But I think he, he was sort of like almost because we did, we put him on the spot a bit. I, he didn't prepare. Right. Um, no, I did. And... I gave him a full week and a bit to prepare. I gave him all the links and the, the timestamps he needed. And he said he didn't check any of them out. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Then this will work out well for you. <laughs> like, well, then that's his like fault for coming on unprepared if you're putting him on the spot like that. But yeah, good for him for actually going yeah, on and, he, and, and he didn't, taking he didn't shit. Do, like he, he didn't like he didn't do what Quentin does. He he was he was literally just like, yeah, that's bad. That shouldn't have happened. That should have been corrected. This is a bad thing. Blah blah blah. And he um, it was just there was this moment where he was like, Quentin wouldn't do that. Like the things you say, and he wouldn't do it maliciously because Quentin, that's Quentin's like not that that kind of guy. Like he wouldn't. That's also what we do. I mean, Rags just said they're like, oh man, like, like he literally like, did this thing, and it's on tape. 
and it's, thousands of people watched us respond to it live. You could tell they're friends, exist. and we were just sitting there, like watching him try to sort of reconcile the friendship versus the what he's actually done right in front of him, and not help TRO's reputation, obviously, because that's his video. If you look at the comments, it's just loads of paragraphs about how me and Rags are just like terrible at making terrible, content. Terrible, horrible, and... awful people. <laughs> My God, I didn't realize there was so much controversy. I want to Star Wars. There was a talk about yeah, yeah. There's what about punching Rags in the face? It's like okay, like all right, fuck. I didn't like your movie. God damn. It's just awkward because it's like, oh, that's good. It comes from a video that's literally lying. But did Quentin respond to this podcast? Fuck no. You'd prefer it doesn't. Well, we'll actually we'll get to that. The the one last thing that's interesting is um. I make like a 10 minute case in my three part of a TLJ about how the themes are, are broken within the narrative. Like what the film tells you in terms of lessons is at odds with what the characters actually choose to do in the film. And so I go through it all and then I'm like, but if you still love the theme and you still think the theme is absolutely present, then that, that shit's subjective at that point because all the mechanical elements of it are, are at odds with each other. And Quentin took my like final sentence about all of that. And he was like, so Mola thinks that themes in movies are completely subjective. <laughs> and I was just like, that's, and me and Rags were just going through this, like, that's not what the point was like at all. Every time, like... every time Quentin was in that video, it was a misrepresentation of what we said, or it, it, it took it off into another direction. It, it was legit. It was kind of impressive. It seems so, like he's just uh, living in his own head then. A little bit. Um, once the podcast w was done, and like TRO is still absolutely friendly with me and Rags, we're gonna try and hang oh, yeah, on again sometime. Guy. I messaged him the other day because he had problems with uh, video and YouTube and stuff. So mm. I'm fine with um, TRO. Yeah, I'm sure um, I'll so be on EPAP again. I hope. Sometime. Podcast was over. Everything was great, and then we checked Twitter, and me and Rags were both banned. Uh, well, blocked by Quinn. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course. Blocked us both. And, um, and that hadn't been the first time. Or other people had been blocked by Quinton after coming onto EPAP. Yes, the latest guest we had has also been blocked by Quentin now, and we well, don't. That's know a great way. Same. If you don't want to hear criticism, <laughs> you can just block people, and then you don't have that's to. True. Rusty, have you been blocked by Quentin yet? I don't know. Uh, let me check right now. Yeah, like legitimately check because he might. Um, he uh, <laughs> actually check. They talked about this in the other podcast, but he posted that tweet, you know, celebrating that my channel was terminated, and then right after he posted it, he blocked me. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> Asshole. Like you talk shit about me and then block me, so what? So I don't see it, or what are you doing? Mock and block, man. Yeah. yeah no, I'm. I'm not blocked. Oh, really? Wow. Well, we'll take care of that. Yeah. After this podcast, you will be. Interesting tidbit, though, and this is something that Tiaro said on on our podcast uh, is that he did get a message from Quentin saying he did kind of fuck up in the video that he made with Tiaro. He just never okay. said that publicly, and he didn't say it to us, even though we're the offended party, you know? It's like, it's like, yeah, like don't tell yeah, to us. I, I, yeah, don't tell us or anything. And this is the thing. Um, since the beginning, we've offered to talk to Quentin and to smooth it out. I, I said to TRO to send him, like, for the first few months before we even covered the video, I told TRO to send him a message saying, I'm, I'm more than friendly, TRO is the proof, and that, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk about this, and then we can we just get it smoothed over, because... Clearly, my ideas on, on art are different to yours. And his response was that, um, well, TRO said that Quinn didn't want to talk to me because he didn't want to start YouTube drama. Well, a little bit. I mean, a little bit. This kind of sounds like somewhat petty drama. I mean, it's oh, misrepresenting. I, 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 was, I was suggesting that we get rid of the potential drama by talking. Right. 
Yeah, I, I think it just I makes mean, Quentin drama... look like a huge coward who will lie publicly about somebody, verifiably so, and then like, oh, I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to address it. I don't want to talk to them. Well, to me, right, the, it's, there's not, like, I've, I've been sent responses to my videos before. They're almost, I don't want to toot my own horn, but they're all pretty shit. <laughs> and the, um, the, the right opinion one, I think, is the biggest one. And it is awful. Yeah. But a lot of people took it and ran with it. And yeah, it's like a lightning rod for people who hate rags and me. Yeah, and it represented probably the single biggest hit to my, I guess, reputation, you could say. And it's all pretty much based off of straw men and misrepresentation because we went through 11 hours of defending it pretty much sentence by sentence. And I stand by everything I said. And I believe I backed up everything that I did say. In the yeah, world no, of Star Wars uh, uh, analysis, this is slander against Drag's good I mean, name. It, it really it can, is. Like, I, I admit it can sound a bit silly, but the fact is, like, what are me and Rags going to get listened to if not for our credibility? Like, if, if, if you find out we've lied about a whole bunch of things or people we responded to, then our credibility sinks. So obviously yeah. we have to account for it. Well, yeah, right, and I don't think it's, 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 it's the colloquial usage of the word slander, kind of. Well, I, I was like, going to say that I... This is like a business. People say, you know, YouTube drama is petty, but this is how all of us earn our livings. We make money from, you know, talking shit about the new Star Wars movie. So when somebody blatantly lies about your professional career in, in a way that can harm you possibly financially, um, I wouldn't take that lightly either. I'd say, bitch, get on a podcast. Let's talk this out. <laughs> yeah, that's why we were saying, like, come on. Come on and we, let's talk. Let's have a chat. We'll let the whole world know. We're ready. We're, we'll defend this. It'd be you know, like we, if, you we were, if you were in firm. an office and you said that your office mate like was throwing away tax files or something. Like It's a blatant lie that affects yeah. your career. Yeah. Right. And, and it only takes that one seed being planted uh, that you guys are um, illegitimate when it comes to you know, reviewing content or whatever. Uh, and then people, they're going to have to eat through an 11-hour serial cast to hear yourself when really you shouldn't have to do that in the first place because it was false the, yeah. the process i suppose you could say is like uh before we did it we kept getting sent the video being like uh you guys gonna respond to this or you know you're running away from it you're ignoring it and now because of what we've done uh people whoever sends that people get sent our response and it's just like <laughs> there we go leak plugged if you will yeah pretty much at least you know we have something to send them because at the time the fact that i was in between homes and stuff like that moving work stuff like that um, and then for us to get well, the author to confirm our criticisms it's like right. I, th I think we're good <laughs> yeah i have no do. doubt in my mind that we had a um we had a very substantive response in defense of the things that we've said and yeah and then quentin lost his mind after that <laughs> so. well i think but a lot of people don't understand i guess because they're not in the position to really know um but when you have a youtube channel especially one that makes you your living and your money it's essentially kind of like operating a brand and an image yeah and yeah. a lot of a lot of your success be it through your audience size and their trust in you as well as just the financial side of it relies on people's perception of you your trustworthiness um your character that's the like that's the biggest factor for me when I decide to give someone money on you know Patreon or whatever is are they like a is this a good guy do they have a good personality are they are they nice they're not like scummy that's the big thing now have you seen any issues with maybe crossover audiences between your guys's and Quentin's and perhaps them turning um, on you 
at first there was like a couple of comments that were like oh did rags actually like really take i and everything out of context like that badly but after we had done everything we started getting comments like man i used to be a fan of quentin and it's like oh (laughs) there's nothing we can do i've been getting a lot of those too a lot i see those i see a lot of anti-quentin videos popping up on youtube oh yeah that's been a that's like a genre right now (laughs) yeah it's it's that time of the season with him on like jesus christ say that again getting chewed up eaten alive i'm sorry i, I, was, I was talking over you i was cutting out a... yeah i think rusty you're cutting out a little bit yeah disconnect okay. and reconnect maybe that'll yeah. <laughs> go away yeah, just, just don't come back <laughs> turn it off and on again uh, well if you guys right. have any final points on quitting um there are a few other things that came up in this discussion that i want to pivot to so if you have any like yeah, sure. final quitting points um other than that he's a delightful man who should never shave well there was a couple i was well, gonna he, say I he, don't know, if you know because it's a compensation beard you know what he'd look like <laughs> if he didn't have that beard on yeah i'm surprised with all the soylent in his diet that he can still grow so much uh, facial hair i don't know i always i always keep a clean shaven face i uh i left a comment on your video with him uh with a quote that he has right at the beginning he says um i've seen people go on podcasts and do really bad and I was I was wondering if he was referencing the right opinion coming oh. onto our podcast. I don't know for sure. I just thought that if he was, that's just so cruel. Ironically, <laughs> he was referencing when... himself. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, predicting oh. the future. <laughs> yeah, maybe well, that, that, that that does seem like the thing Quentin would do. Is like the right <clears> opinion <throat> at least had the gumption to come to us live on this podcast and talk about this video. And Quentin couldn't be fucked and let his buddy try to defend his name and his lies by himself admittedly outnumbered two to one but yeah. um that's that's kind of it's kind of rough and uh like i'm surprised you guys i don't know if you caught it or not but when he said something like um he's, he's talking he's talking about monkey and he said he goes on podcasts and talks about me like i'm not real like i'm like i'm not a guy yeah that like, was that was like a big thing that stood out did you tie that to the, the ben shapiro <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he unpersoned Ben Shapiro real fast on that tweet. Oh, it's like, does he not get it at all? Yeah, yeah, right. Because that was everything he was doing. He was he'd uh, call someone out for something, say that they're bad for doing this, and then he'll do the exact same thing. But it's again, it's different. He plays by different rules, I guess. He's not held to the same standard. And I think in this culture yeah, war, they don't. It. Yeah, that is it. In in the mm. culture war that they're waging, I think that they honestly believe that some like if you have a certain opinion, you are not a human. And Quentin's like, well, I'm I'm clearly a human, so why is uh, Mumkey uh, uh, NPCing me? Right. But yeah, but fuck Ben Shapiro. He he shouldn't be given any sort of credibility no. at all. Yeah, the, the, the I think that was something you were trying to get him to grasp, right? Is like no matter what he thinks of Ben Shapiro's politics, someone else can think that of Quentin's. But he's like, no, but mine's true. Ben Shapiro is hateful. And you're like, Quinn, you're not getting it. Like, oh, someone just say that about you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but no, but no, but I'm I'm right on this. <laughs> yeah, they walk into the discussion with the the axiomatic assumption, just a given that I am correct. And that, that goes without saying. It's obvious. It's true. It has to be true. And then everything else is built up on top of that. Yeah, I mean he's for uh, he's for trans rights, and um, Ben Shapiro is not necessarily oh, yeah. or has and opinions to the contrary. I think um, M. Lemon had a sort of like roundabout way of explaining it, but I still found it hilarious when he, he tries to explain this. What we're talking about the whole like different views, different values, different everything, 
And like Quentin, like he's silent for a minute, and he just goes, "I don't even understand what yeah. you're saying." Right now. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, yeah, there, there really was, um, there, there was a lot of things kind of going on. I mean, we yeah. had a internet historian in there, but his audio uh, didn't make it through. So it, it really was roundabout, and I think it was just a little bit too drawn out to be a, a solid point that that Emperor was trying to make. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was pretty funny. To, like, how hard should you have to be? In order to, how hard should it have to be to explain to a supposed adult that not everybody thinks like you? Yeah, sometimes people have different. (laughs) Yeah, you are going to have to make convincing and compelling arguments to, quite for this YouTube, so most people, quite frankly, that your way is the right way. Mm, I don't get it. the only other thing is I noticed because uh, LS Mark was in the in the comment section. I've actually seen his videos on Quentin. He 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 wanted you to bring up the whole like it's too late now because Quentin. I doubt Quentin will come back. I've got back, the comments but, up right now. Um, but he said to address the uh the Twitter response. So like as as we just said, like there's a genre of people responding to Quentin, and his response was like all they have to say is I'm an NPC SJW. They hate that I'm a liberal. And you even put that in the comments for your actual the podcast, I think. And um, oh. he called them. He called the people responding to him little guppies. Like, did you see that? No, no, I haven't read so through was, those uh, comments. He was in a like, while. he was like, I've been warned there are sharks coming after me, but it turns out they're little guppies. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's wow. the most like, wow, like, it's so uh, far up your own ass. That's like the that's like a villain in a kids show. <laughs> yeah. Would say that it's like kids would understand this. And yeah, and they he didn't address any of their comments, any of the criticisms. And I know you might be like, well, it's tough to do that when there's a lot of people after you. But it's like, oh yeah, but a lot of them were saying similar things. You can do just like a a you sort of general, general statement, vibe, right? Yeah. yeah, you don't need to say they all hate me because I'm an SJW apparently. It's like that's <sighs> Yeah, it was a lot of missing the point. Uh it, it was just that they wanted to attack him cuz I don't know, cuz it's the thing to do, which it does seem like that a little bit. I mean, you see all these videos popping up because once people smell the blood in the water, yeah. uh, they got to you know, jump on the bandwagon. Well, I, I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I think that when somebody who continually fucks up like Quentin, I mean, I think it's I think it's a natural result that people are going to see him and be like, whoa, this fucked up. I'm going to say something about it. Right, right. Um, and, he, and he is putting himself out there. Uh, it's not like they well, yeah. they've found something in his video that was real minor and decided to attack it. I mean, he's blatantly saying all this stuff and he's pretty much shouting it out on Twitter and and in other parts of his videos. Yeah, it's like you're going to get criticism. People are going to have something to say about it. And he like ignores or blocks it until he can't, until there's too many people saying it and he's like, "Okay, I'll address it." And it's like, "Oh, so dishonest." Yeah, I think so if the- your Twitter block um like the number of people you blocked is higher than the number of people following you you might have a problem <laughs> all right um in the last month he has lost 2424 subscribers well, i mean no, I, I, not, i've got him beat i lost 300,000 subscribers last month <laughs> that's got to be a record <laughs> yeah uh quentin if you're listening or if uh, your your guppies are listening on your behalf, let me say, either go on a podcast with these guys so that we can clear the air, or if you need to save space, uh, me and Rusty will uh, will sit out. You can come back on here, and I'm sure Emp Lemon will uh, softball you again with these two, and uh, maybe uh, we can get this cleared up. You don't have to worry about me and Rusty making fun of you. How does that he sound? Couldn't ha- he couldn't handle our tweets. Do you think he can handle our <laughs> discussion? I don't, I'm surprised he even came on our show at all, so who knows? Maybe. That's yeah, true, I, had, I, I was surprised by that. Uh, just the fact that he even 
heard anything that we'd said about him on an earlier episode. <laughs> well, we had a whole episode. I think the, the thumbnail was me shooting a gun, like trying to kill him. So I mean, oh yeah, it's pretty yeah. Had to. This one was like beyond the pale in terms of like when people were seeing that he had made fun of you for getting your channel shut down. It was like, oh, this is. You're bordering onto like the majority of YouTube are gonna have a problem with this, right? Which... Right, and and it was uh, it was it was huge when that tweet came out because he said he deleted it after like a minute, a minute yeah. and it had five likes, but yeah, instantly it... I was seeing it sent to me from yeah. several different sources. He, so people he told took you. It. He told you he was like, I didn't need to be told it was bad. I took it down. It's like, you put it up. <laughs> I know. I know. You decided it would be a good idea. You put a fucking image oh, on there. Christ. Like, you thought it's like it. Shooting you shooting someone in the head it. and being like, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. Well, but I admit it. I shouldn't have done it. If I can respond. You posted it. If I can respond to his. Uh, he did apologize on the podcast that I wasn't there for. Um, I'll say. I, I never really cared in the first place, uh, Quentin. I, I did call you a fat cuck. I did call you all those things. So I can... He is a fat cuck. Yeah, though. so like I... The <laughs> fact that you wanted to retaliate and, you know, kick me while I was down, I don't give a fuck. I don't care what you tweet um, other than, like, when it's fun to... Like, if you're tweeting about me, I don't care. When you're tweeting about a big idea, it's more fun to, you know, make fun of it. Well... And as far the as the is, apology... The difference is that it... It says more. It's not that it's like an offense thing. Is like it is. It is a direct revelation of the character that he has. Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. Um, I I personally really didn't care at all. And uh, as far as your apology goes, I I truly hate apologies. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you can you can take it back. I it's not that I don't accept it. Is that I don't want it. I don't care. Yeah, it's fun to have a, a beef news. Yeah, and yeah. Someone half-heartedly admitting and bending the knee to uh, the criticism coming at him rather than to you. Your monkey. mic's all over the place. Yeah, you mate. you're really robotic <laughs> right now. Ah, shit. But uh, Quentin, I know, I know, in the the lefty circles, apologies mean everything to me. I, I don't, I don't care about apologies. You, I mean, do they usually apologize? Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm one to even think that you should, you should never apologize. That's how they'll, I feel too. Never apologize. They'll jump on that once you admit guilt. Oh, they'll be doubling up on that. Yeah. They'll hit you a second time. See, he, we were right. He isn't apologize again. He's a transphobe. <laughs> he is a homophobe. All right, if we're done with Quentin, and now that Rusty's gone and trying to come back, um. You guys might have answered something like this a million times before, but I really wanted to uh, probe your brains real quick. Because I, I think, mm -hmm. based on the videos I've watched from you two, you are the experts on what went wrong with the new Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> so I would like to know, if, if hypothetically this happened, they said, hey, you guys know what's wrong. Can you guys fix Episode Nine? Uh, what would you want the story and the characters and all <clears throat> that to be in Episode Nine to fix the tragedy that is the uh, sequel trilogy. Do do we get complete freedom? I I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, um, we enter into a time vortex <laughs> and, go back, and go back forty years. Not even kidding. I would wreck like, called episode seven and eight. I would just yeah. I would do that them. if it was possible. I would do that. You don't think there's any possible way with the way that they've configured the pieces on the board that you can still win the game? Well, I think like, I'd need how... two films to fix the other two. I'd need loads of time <laughs> to like try to count for everything. Luke would have to be an evil clone or something. <laughs> yeah, they accidentally stumbled into the negaverse or something. <laughs> but but is it really how do you fix 
Luke? How do you fix Han? How do you fix Chewie? You know, all this stuff. How do you, you can't take it back. I think it'll be so forced to just throw in all this exposition. It's like, oh yeah, none of those were the real ones. They're all fine. <laughs> just don't yeah, worry the meme that it. I keep seeing is that the, the title crawl at the beginning just starts off with, it was all a dream. And then <laughs> continues. <laughs> the title crawl, well, shit. <laughs> Just it's kidding. funny because you know people are upset at the prequels, obviously, because they uh, they sort of ruin the uh, bits of the Force, bits of bits of Jedi for people and and everything else. But they didn't touch Luke, Han, and Leia. They left them alone because they couldn't possibly touch them because it's based before them. The best they can do is have them as babies, which they do. But that's not going to ruin to know that they were babies once. <laughs> but um, to take that that moment, we were like, ah, the end of the trilogy. Everybody wins. Everyone's safe. Everyone's alive. Woohoo! And then it's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> no, we Wait, are what? we are right back at square one, within the lifetimes of all these characters. Deadbeat dad who's depressed, fucking dies. Leia incompetent, flying through space. Luke who's just not even Luke. You're just like, why, why, why did you, why do you hate Star Wars? <laughs> why did you do this? Do you think that I, mean, if... I would, I would kind of prefer um, if they took, if they just said Episode Six, we're done. A thousand years in the future is when we pick up. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd be on board. With yeah, that. I was gonna say if uh, if Ryan Johnson does potentially get his own trilogy where he can make up his own story with completely original characters, would you be interested in that? Because it doesn't affect the the past of the I what will we know. Almost literally take anything else. Yeah, I mean, like, people say like, would you prefer George Lucas to have made Episode Seven and Eight? I'm just like, easy, yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, yes. yeah, but I'm saying like, would you watch Ryan Johnson's original trilogy based on Episode I think... Eight? It should be better because he's not damaging pre-established stuff at that right. point, right? He's making yeah. At least he's fucking up his own shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I liked the directing in the movie. I don't think he's that great of a writer. Like people always say, but oh, yeah. he's uh, he's objectively good. He he did Ozymandias and Breaking Bad. Yeah, but he didn't write that. He didn't write it. He yeah. didn't this, fucking um, write the, the greatest watch, episode. If you watch the episode, there is lots of good direction in it, and it's like, yeah, I, I actually do think uh, the Last Jedi has loads of gorgeous cinematography and 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 choices for direction. I guess right. it's just the keep him away from the script. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. and his attitude really puts me off as well. Like the way he's handled all of this and the way that he's responded. Like he is a petulant little child. Well, that might tie into the theory that both I think you guys and Red Letter Media addressed that he's been trolling us from the very beginning. And I, I really <laughs> want to believe that because if so, it's very, very funny. <laughs> Look at all the, the damage he caused. One man. Shit. Yeah. He's just well, the, the world's um, biggest hit lord. The idea that it's like if you were going to destroy Star Wars, but you didn't want people to tell that straight up, it's like this is kind of how you would do it. Exactly. Like, you'd be like... Yeah, I totally made a Star Wars film, and you got people even some people love it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, right, this is working really well. You made it as bad as you could, and people are defending it. <laughs> I think you. I don't think you can make a Star Wars movie that people wouldn't defend. Like that's how crazy that right, franchise yeah. is. And you could say the same for me. You'd be like, oh well, there's no film that you won't hate now because you're so in love with the OT. And I'd be like, oh well, I, I I enjoyed Rogue One. You know, I thought the I thought actually the Force Awakens was fun until I started to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> At least Rogue One. It didn't. It was the most harmless of them. Yeah, harmless. I guess, I guess you could say. say it didn't. It didn't fuck up a lot of uh, mo like other things that we really enjoyed. A lot of it was still boring though. Yes, <laughs> and I didn't care about anybody. Yeah, I except the robot. Died. Yes, except the robot. I legit was sad in the cinema when a robot died. I was like, oh man. <laughs> you see, we're one for two with um, new introduced uh, quirky robot characters. Oh, you didn't like the uh, the uh, feminist robot on in oh, Solo? Okay, so Mahler and I have a little bit of a disagreement. We can't decide if she's a parody or not. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was satire. <laughs> 
I thought she I thought she kind of was. I'm the only reason I, I'm not on board with that is because of the death scene. They sell that so like seriously. Yeah, it's oh they're like oh, if you wow. don't cry along with Lando here, then you have no heart, sort of thing. And I'm just like, is this a joke? <laughs> well, it might be that Lord and I... Miller intended it to be a satire, and then when it got handed yeah. over, they like had to make it more serious. That is a strong theory, I think, yeah. would explain it. Rusty, what do you think of the new Star Wars movies? Uh, I, I'm glad that they're making the last one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> See if they're going to stop with nine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it they're they're just not. I mean, a couple of them I liked. I liked the uh, uh, what was it, like the prequel, Rogue One, I think. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about one. that. Yeah, I liked that one, but I didn't like uh, whatever the last one was. That was absolute shit. I saw it Solo. twice. You saw Solo you twice. No, oh no, no, I didn't see Solo. Fuck that. Oh, oh. <laughs> episode eight, you mean? The yeah, yeah. Episode H. <laughs> you should watch Solo. They fight an elder god in the middle of space and throw it down a black hole. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Cthulhu monster. It's actually like it's it. worth watching. It's like a fucking Cthulhu monster. Look at the clip on YouTube. <laughs> you should be like, you'll just be like, how the fuck does this happen? It's well, kind what of, the context it's kind for this? Awful. The movie's kind of awful. <laughs> a little bit. If you can see it for free, then you should. I, said I mean, it... the fact I've, I've seen all these recent ones, like all of these new Star Wars movies coming out, except for Solo, and I can't remember what happens in any of them because I, I just store none of it to memory. Uh, it, like, the last one was just so bad that it's like, Fuck, I don't even know what they're trying to... Uh, what what the takeaway was supposed to be. Yeah, and it's hard because there's, there's a new Star Wars here. movie every single year rather than back in the well, day. It was like three movies every generation, so there's less to really pay attention to. Yeah. Because right? there's too much shit. And, and Bob Iger said they need to slow them down now, and I, I just find it amusing because people are like, yeah, you see, there's a, there's a Star Wars fatigue. You know, you can't have too many. And it's like, look at the MCU. They're doing fine. Yeah, three movies a year. Four, I think it's up to four now. Yeah, but they're good. Because <laughs> we got we got Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home, and I want to say Doctor Strange 2 potentially for next year at least. So, Well, I'm glad yeah, we brought this like... up because I also wanted to probe your minds on uh, your expectations and predictions for Endgame, if you have any, because I know you guys are also big Marvel guys. I well, I haven't good. watched any of the trailers. I want to go into Ooh, it cold. okay. I want it to be good. I'm concerned that it'll be bad. You, you, why do you uh, think it might be bad? There's so much riding on it, like, um, in terms of getting... As far as I know, we're led to believe here that this could be the last movie for a lot of characters. So, if you're going to take some of my favorites and end their stories, you better end them strongly, or... or there's a couple things <laughs> nope, they're just snapped out, snapped out of existence, that's it. <laughs> they're not coming back, uh, everyone else is going to die. And like I'm, you know, I don't think I'm too hard to please for Marvel because I I like my superhero stuff. But I mean, uh, I'm just concerned. I'm, well, it I'm took always us concerned. a long time to get here for some of these characters. Yeah, please d just do it okay the way that you do it. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just don't um, fuck it up. Well, I mean, you think about like Black Panther, right? Like he made a shit ton of money for whatever reason, and there's <laughs> no way they're gonna get rid of him that quick. You know, there's no oh, of way. course. There's no way. Um. Is like, I, I'm I, thinking the original Avengers are going to get booted out. All the all the ones who got dusted are coming back. I think. I think so too. They're gonna they're gonna find some way to reverse it, go back in time, reset something. Some. Well, why don't they get Superman <laughs> to fly around the Earth and then turn it time back? Yeah. 
But I mean, I, I was um, about to say because he's in the DCU, but no, he left that too now. So. <laughs> oh, the Captain Marvel thing worries me because oh, I, yeah. I have seen the trailers for that, and I just couldn't be fucked to give a rat's ass. Now, are you prepared it. to be called a sexist because this uh, movie that might not be good features a woman? Do you know what happened when I covered Black Panther negatively? Uh oh. I got a shit ton of racist comments. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I like I, I didn't even mention race, but okay. Uh, so you weren't saying that this movie sucks because of all the black people? <laughs> no, that's weirdly, what Rusty I didn't said. Say that. But <laughs> I oh the the best one we covered it on EFAB. There's a comment that said like uh, Mola hates any films with female or minority protagonists. <laughs> I was just like, oh what? <laughs> because I don't like Black Panther and TLJ. Yeah, you're you're not allowed to have negative opinions about uh, things that are that are the the poster children of ideology. I mean, movies that star white people can be terrible. Yeah, look at Quinn movies reviews. <laughs> that have women and minorities, they cannot be bad. That's right, right. Because the only reason why people hate The Last Star Wars, not Solo or whatever, was the only reason why we hate it is because we hate uh, women being powerful. <laughs> that was uh, that was Macintosh's take. He, he said people yeah. hate it because it, it was a film about women sharing their ideas and men needed to listen to them. Well, you know what? That's also why I didn't like it. I wanted to see a fucking Star Wars movie, not fucking uh, women sharing their ideas. <laughs> well, those ideas worked strange... out really well. That's a, that's a strong point for feminism. If you remember, they start with 400 people in the resistance and they end the film with like 20. That... <laughs> yeah, everyone just left. They they're like, right. we're going to start a new resistance. No, they're all yeah, dead. Like, if the point here is that... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, Holdo did all right. His plan was okay. Not everyone died. Great. Yeah. Some people fucked up and lived, so. <laughs> All right, boys, we covered everything that I had on my plate today. Rusty, is there anything else that you think we should uh, do while we're here? Uh, I can't think of anything. Well, if you guys want to plug your shit, please plug away. Just hope that your channels aren't deleted, because it turns out they can just be deleted overnight. So hopefully by the well, time this I goes up. I love YouTube and everybody who works there, especially Susan White. <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> Um, do you want to go first, Rex? Oh, I'm, I'm working on a video that should be out within the next few days. I'm wrapping that up here. Uh, just been a long haul, but Rags is my channel. And in order to counter uh, Quinton Reviews being on State of the YouTube, uh, subscribe to PewDiePie <laughs> uh, twice if you can. And then I, I just do in-depth video game slash movie analysis. That's what I would call it. But like in-depth the point of absurdity. Even though... Like like my new series is going to be between fifteen and sixteen hours, and it's just about one film, but it's 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 oh huge God. for a reason, and it's fully edited. It's not just a ramble, so give it a shot if you if you think you might be enticed by putting it on the background while you play video games or whatever. And then, of course, I may as well say that um, yep. me Rags and Wolf do a do a podcast semi regularly called uh, Every Frame a Pause, where we we basically watch video essays live and comment and um, episodes eight, nine, and ten. Are the Quinton ones. So if you have a spare sixteen hours or so, <laughs> just just throw them on. Who the and fuck listens to podcast? Sixteen hours. Mahler will have sixteen more hours for you. Mm. How long does it take you to edit something like that, or even to write the script okay, on just... a on a three hour part of a video? Uh, I've been doing this series. I started writing it in like I want to say August. Oh my god. And I've only released part one, and I'm still working on part two now, but there's still another four parts after that, and they're all over two and hours and 20 minutes at least. They're all over there. Is each one going to take 
you know about half a year to write and edit. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping the editing speeding up part one was the hardest because I needed to get all my sources and all the references all in order. It was the hardest to structure, but the rest of them are mainly about the movie. So yeah, gathering footage is the big slowdown. Yeah. Well, you gotta find yeah, it. Uh, attaching a reaction to every line is tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it all lined up. That's the that's the real bugbear. Well, thanks oh, to both impressive. of you guys for uh, hopping on our show, and hopefully Quentin wants to come back and uh, and talk to you guys, or even go on your show and talk to you guys. I I really hope that this gets resolved because <laughs> I want to hear what he was thinking when he took you guys blatantly out of context and uh, and showed it to hundreds of thousands of people. And we we would be nice. We promise, Quentin. We'll be nice. Okay. We won't say a mean thing to you. No, we won't call you a fat cuck, I swear. We'll say that you're a very <laughs> slim uh, bull. A slim bull. Yeah. A slim bull. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.